Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time zone it is you listen to. This is the uh, Some Facts, Mostly Opinions podcast with me and uh, a good friend of mine, Calvin Housecat Jackson, you know, and we just, uh, we would like to welcome y'all to our second episode. You know, the first one went well, a lot of listeners. A lot of opinions, a lot of facts, a lot of uh, feedback, and we just want to follow it up with our uh, our second podcast. This podcast is basically, you know, just two dudes who have known each other 20, 20 plus years, you know, got different lifestyles, different backgrounds of life, and just discussing, you know, current events and life topics, you know, from 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 different perspectives of, of life, you know. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to my uh, co-host. Mr. Uh, Calvin Jackson, man, what's up, Calvin, man? Say what's up to the uh, to the fans and the listeners. Hey, what's up? Hey, uh, first of all, thank everybody who tuned in to the first show. Uh, we got a lot of good feedback. Uh, some things we'll definitely try to implement to make the show a little bit better. Please keep that feedback coming. Uh, everybody should. Please add the Facebook page. We'll keep the conversations rolling, man, lively conversations. Uh, yeah, man, I had a good time, man. How was your Thanksgiving? Oh man, my, my Thanksgiving was great, man. Like like this Thanksgiving, you know, was a little historical event, you know. Uh, my mother got to spend her Thanksgiving with both her granddaughters. She's only got two. She got three grandkids, and you know, my son, you know, he's off doing his, you know, military commitment. You know, he's serving the country. You know, shout out to the military, you know, for keeping us safe and giving us that that freedom that we take for granted sometimes. Shout out to my son doing his thing over there in San Diego. You know, our son, if you listen, I'm proud of you. Keep doing your thing. You know, my daughter's 13, my niece is 10, and she got to hang out with both of them for Thanksgiving. So, it, man, it was it was a beautiful Thanksgiving, man. You know, the whole, you know, turkey and, the, you know, all, all the fixing, man. How, how was your Thanksgiving, man? Man, I can't even lie, man. I had a really good Thanksgiving, man. I got to spend some time with uh, some friends. Uh, I miss my family. Uh, I don't know if you know I'm out here. I've been traveling for a little bit, so I'm uh, out and around Florida and Pensacola right now. But I got to spend some time with some good people, man, eat uh, one of the best meals I ever ate, man, with my mistress, Shirley P., man. She really uh, broke us off, man, really good food, man. Had a great time, great conversation, uh, spending with great people, man. See, what people don't realize, you know, Shirley P, that's my mama, so, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a finger on that. Watch, watch your motherfucking mouth. And then mama, if you listen, I got to Because, uh, you know, see, cat, cat, my, my man Calvin here like to talk that shit when he crossed, you know, across the way. He, he, he ain't going to say that in my face because he already knows what time it is, you know. But, you know, all jokes aside, man, you know, Calvin been my homeboy since... I want to say since we were like 13 or 14, and, you know, he, he away from his family and stuff. So, you know, I decided to go ahead on and invite him over to the house, you know, have some things. I know, you know, you, you're away from your family and stuff. So, man, we had a we had a good time, man. It was, I, I ain't even, I know, you know, it's my mama in there, but, you know, that, that food right there, I ain't going to lie. That's probably one of the, the best things given I had, not just because of the food, it's because I got to see my mama enjoy her things with her two granddaughters. Like that, that yeah, really, no doubt, man. Uh, that re- that really yeah, man, no doubt. Yeah, man, no doubt. It was really. We had, we had some good. Yeah, food. man, it was, 
doing football on the TV, family and friends, and you know, every everybody had a good time. You know, you know, you got the the, the Thanksgiving leftovers and stuff. You know, I definitely had to get me a plate to take, you know, take to the house and stuff. You know, but uh, everybody seemed to really enjoy themselves, man. And you know, my mama, I, you know, she won't admit it, but I seen that smile on her face when you know I walked in the door with my daughter. You know, who's like I said, at, you know, 13 years old and. You know, I, I, I don't know these listeners that well, but, you know, maybe one of these days I divulge into the circumstances that, you know, made me say what it is I said. But, yeah, she she had a great time, man. I had seen my niece, you know, Amaya, my daughter, you know, everybody, you know, it was just, it, it was a great day. You couldn't ask, you couldn't ask for much more. You know, that's what they give me about, you know, what, what are you thankful for? And that was, I'm thankful for a lot of my life this past year, but that, that was about that, that that really stood out to me. Like, you know what? I'm glad that my mama, you know, and I'm not trying to divulge my mama's age or nothing, but, you know, as you get up there in years, the things that's important to you, like family and friends, when everybody comes together and it's all, you know, love, peace, and happiness, that, you know, that, that puts a smile on my heart. I'm a, I'm a big-ass softie for that. You know what I mean? It's like I got my grandbabies with me, and I had, you know, FaceTime my son and stuff. So, unfortunately, he couldn't be here, but... Nonetheless, you know, it it, it 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 was a great day, man. It was it was really, truly, probably the best Thanksgiving I've ever had this past uh, this past Thanksgiving. Hopefully, you know, it's a new tradition we're going where I can get my daughter everything, whatever, and everybody can hang out and you know, just just have have a great day. Like it, the day couldn't have went any better. It was a great day. That's what's up, man. Hey, so let's jump right into it, man. So uh, I think we've already kind of identified ourselves racially. You know, I'm being black, you being white. Uh, I don't think people know kind of your background and, and the fact that, you know, you've dated, you know, multiple races, uh, but mostly uh, a lot of black girls in your life. So have you had a white Thanksgiving versus a black Thanksgiving? And if so, what would you say the difference between the two are? Ah, that's a, that's 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 a good question. You know, race is always a touchy subject, no matter you know what the season or whatever. But uh, as far as a white Thanksgiving and a black Thanksgiving, like me being from a culturally diverse background, you know, I was in the military, you know. But before that, you know, I had a, a black stepfather. My brothers and sisters are mixed. My kids are mixed. So I have experienced, you know. Black culture, white culture, and then being in the military, you know, Filipino, Mexican, Asian, you know, whatever it is, I have, I have considered myself a chameleon because I can, I can adapt to whatever the situation is going on. If it's goddamn a Mexican celebration, I put on sombrero and sing La Bamba, you know, whatever it is, I, I, I can adapt. I just, I just. I just do what comes natural, you know. I don't, you know. And everybody says, "Oh man, I don't see, I don't see color race." Here's a damn lie. You do, but what you do is you adapt to it and embrace that culture or that, you know, whatever it is, and you just you 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 get along. I don't look at one race or one culture like, "Oh man, I'm not doing. I ain't with that shit." No, man. If those are your friends, regardless of race, color, creed, then you adapt to that shit. But my Thanksgivings mostly have been mixed, and now. Me being from I'm from I'm from Scotland. That's where I was born and raised. I was like eight years old. And my mother married father who was black. Well, he I mean he still is. You know he ain't changed. So real fast, hold on, hold on, real fast. 
real fast. So does does Scotland just to kind of educate me and the listeners? Does Scotland celebrate Thanksgiving? I know obviously it's an American holiday, but do they have some form of no, a Thanksgiving? They, they don't. They don't. They don't celebrate Thanksgiving. But I, you know, I've been here since I was eight in America, and I'm 36, so I can say, you know. The holidays is what it is. If it's, if it's a holiday, I mean, you know what I'm saying. You just over time, you know, you just adapt to the to the culture surroundings in the, in the place that you live in. You just, you know, you adapt to it. Correct. So like, you know, we still do the turkey and the dressing and the greens and the stuffing and you know macaroni, whatever it is. But you know, my mother being from Scotland, you know, she added her own little couple Scotland dishes to it, which I was very grateful for because you know. She, I, you know, I, I miss that shit. That shit, you know. And you was there. I had told you about some dishes. You were like, what is this? Or what is that? And you tried it, and it was good. And, you know, that's what life's about. If you just go with the, you know, with your blinders on and just like, I'm only going to eat this, 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 and this, then you're never going to experience nothing else. So I, I'm glad that you got to experience, you know, a different kind of dish or dishes that you probably would have never have gotten before in your life unless you had dealt with somebody from that culture or that heritage or that race or whatever it is. But like Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh I think we had I think she made some steak pie, I think that's what it's called, man. That was really good. And uh mince pie, I think that's the name of it. Mince pie. Both of them man, great dishes, yeah. man. And they, I mean with the traditional dishes of course, but uh man, both of them really good. You know, traditional dishes on, on, on Thanksgiving is, you know, Turkey dressings, you know, whatever. But like the difference between, like I've been to like an all white house, and I have also been the white guy at an all black event or Thanksgiving or you know social gathering, as you you know you would like to put it. And there is some okay. differences, you know, there like there is some differences. Like white people eat green bean casserole. Black people <laughs> eat green. You know, wait a minute, now, hold up, hold up now, because uh, now we did happen to talk to one black lady on Thanksgiving uh, who, uh, I don't know, I think they probably had, I think she probably, and I don't want to, I don't know all her business, uh, talked to her in passing, but the one black lady we talked to said that she had green bean casserole at her Thanksgiving that she made, so I don't know if that's just a white dish. Listen. Historically, throughout history and time, green bean casserole is a white dish. Okay. All right. Now, to to me, to me, you know, I can speak from a white perspective. Now, this black lady that we talked to was also married to a white guy and had white people in her family, so maybe she incorporated that to make them feel welcome. I don't know. I don't know for reason for that, but I know damn well I'm not eating that shit. I just don't even like how it looks. If I don't like how something looks, I ain't eating it. I'm not a big Wait green a minute, bean so hold fan up. anyway. So you as a white guy, you don't eat green bean casserole? You don't represent the club? Well, me, me as a white, listen, I'm, listen, I'm going to be 100% real with you. Okay? Yeah. Uh, yes, I Go am ahead. 100%. But growing up in my house, there was me as a white guy, my mother as a white woman, and then my black stepfather, black brother, black brother, black brother, black sister. So we were kind of the so, minority. So you, so you feel like you grew up more with uh, in a, in a more of a black culture with black traditions? Yeah, I, I, absolutely. But you know, my mother still didn't. You know, because you know, my stepfather still liked the dishes that my mother made. You know what I'm saying? But 
still, you know, that, that I mean, that's just the way it was. Like one would cook, one the other one would cook, one would cook. So it was never like okay for for a week straight we have nothing but traditional American dishes. Like one, if my mother wanted to cook some night, she made fish and chips or she made steak pie. Or if my stepfather would cook, it would be like we having you know hamburgers and fries. Not saying hamburgers and fries is an American dish, but it's not your traditional Scottish dish. You know what I'm saying? Like Right. You know, you if you from Scotland, you know that that is a Scottish dish. Like that is okay. Somebody in this house is from England or Britain or Scotland or you know somewhere in the United Kingdom. That's just what it is. But you know, growing up in my house, you know, it it it, it was so diverse because I got to see the best of both worlds. Like. Black culture, white culture, you know, how to, and, and also him being in the military where we grew up at, it was, everybody else was in the military, so it wasn't just a black neighborhood or a white neighborhood, it was just the neighborhood. So growing up, I didn't, would be would be a lie, but for me to say, let me, let me, let me put it in layman's terms, like growing up, it was black kids and white kids, a couple of Asian kids. So it wasn't like, oh, this is an all-black neighborhood. It was just like everybody, it was just like everybody is everybody because coming from Scotland where I would say 100% white people, then when you got to, it was like I was integrated to different cultures before I got to be integrated to different cultures. You know what I'm saying? Like in my house, I was integrated before I became integrated in society. So it made it a little bit easier. Not saying that it's hard to be integrated. Fine. But it was easier when you get to come home every day. You see that, hey, he's no different from me because his skin color is different. You know what I mean? If if, if that makes sense. So when you go out there in the real world, it's like, I see this shit at home. So, yeah, that's a black dude. Yeah, that's a mixed kid. Or that's a white one. It, it, it's like, hey, that shit normal to me. You know, everybody is different. The world would be real boring if it was all white or all black or all whatever. It'll be real boring. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so like, hey, our, you are our dinners were diverse. Our conversations were diverse. Just our whole way of living was diverse. Our music was diverse. Our, you know, I mean, from the from the top to the bottom, everything was diverse. How you know, how you do everything because when you're so used to doing things a certain way, and then you have someone else show you a different way. Whether it be black, white, Asian, you know, regardless, everything is different, and you have to learn how to embrace that. Because if you got any amount of smarts in your brain, any amount, you know, you got to know, like, hey, even if you are racist, let's just say, for example, you are racist, like you just, man, I just hate black people. You know what? You can hate that that race all day, but guess what? You're not gonna hate away that race. No matter how much hate is in you, you're not going to hate away an entire race. So deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Deal with it. That's just that you know. But you know, aside from all that, man, thanks Thanksgiving was great, man. I I I can't even lie. You know, we had some white dishes, some black dishes, and we had some Scottish dishes. Everybody had a good time. Everybody ate good and. I, I couldn't have asked for a better a better Thanksgiving, man. Everybody there seemed to enjoy it. Everybody. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, man. I had a real good time. Shout out to Shirley P, Mr. Brent, for having me. Um, thank you. You know, thank everybody who came through, man. We had a really good time. It was really beautiful. 
Man, so crazy weekend in college football, man. What, 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 what's your top four looking like, man? Who you think's getting in these playoffs? Oh, man. Well, you know, it, it, number one, you already know who number one is. It's, it's got to be Bama. It's got to be Roll Tide. I'm not a Roll Tide fan. but Bro, you Roll Tide? You... I'm, I'm not a Roll Tide fan, but when you go undefeated and you number one, it's okay, you in the playoffs. Okay. Ain't nobody beat you. Ain't but no we, game been close. You roll tight. We ain't got to say two, roll tight, though. It is Alabama, though. Alabama for sure, number one. I mean, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm an SEC fan. I'm from the South. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Jacksonville, Florida. I'm from the South. You know, so it's, it's, it's roll tight. You know, if it if it had been any other SEC team, I'd, I'd have been bigging them up. But two through four is a little sketchy right now. What do you do? in the Big Ten if one of them teams win the Big Ten championship. Like if Penn State win and they beat Ohio State and they win the Big Ten, do you shut them out for not being in the playoffs? Like, how do you explain that? Well, well, let me – okay, so, you know, now we're into a topic that obviously I love. I'm a big Ohio State fan from Ohio, uh, as most of you probably listen to know. Um, the issue is going to be – now, obviously, Ohio State is not in the Big Ten championship. Um, obviously Penn State is, and they beat them head-to-head. But Penn State has two losses. And Penn State also lost to a team Ohio State beat, which Michigan this weekend with a great game. Barely. Um, won uh, in overtime. Yeah, but still. Y'all barely won. It, it, it ain't like y'all blew them out. Y'all barely won. No, but it ain't like, it ain't like but Michigan's a bum team. You know what I'm saying? That's a good team right, a win, on the other side of the field. A win is a day, a win is a win. Yeah. yeah. So, hold on. Uh, Speaking I feel, of Ohio State, obviously, hold on. Time out. Crazy condolences to anybody hurt. Um, I even I, and I tell you, I gotta give. And I'm I'm a, I'm a big Michigan hater, but I've seen a lot of Michigan players come out and send their condolences. So so big up to that. Um, just shows that you know, in, in time of crisis, things like this, there's things bigger than rivalry. I mean, what is what, things, I mean, what is going on in the world today, man? When somebody can, you know, not saying somebody changes. I mean, you can do whatever you want, but I mean, what is going on in a yeah. young man's mind? I'm just gonna drive up. Like, bro, what is, what is the deal, bro? What is going on? Like, why? And yeah, we'll never know because, you know, dead now, but it's like, bro, why would you, like, for real, though, bro, for real? Like, like, what's your deal? Like, if he was still alive, that would be the question. Like, bro, what's your fucking deal, bro? Like, for real. What's your problem? I mean, yeah, these just, are always crazy, you know, man. You know, stabbed 11 motherfuckers who you don't even know for the reason that we'll never know, but it's like the effect that you had on the people's families, you know, I know nobody was killed, but it's like, bro, what what is your deal? What is But your hey, this deal? this brings me into this brings me into even a bigger question, man. Um now I'm gonna tell you I I don't wanna make any assumptions about the man or whatever. I happen to see his name. Um and I think and mind you, I'm this is this is definitely the, the, the uh mostly opinion part of it. But I think he had a Muslim-sounding name. I don't want to say he was Muslim. I'm going to ask you, when you first heard of this, before they released the name, did you have any – let me ask this uh, – any any thoughts to what the race uh, may be of the person who, who committed this uh, atrocity? Listen, I ain't even going to lie to you. I woke up today. I worked <laughs> nights there, so I woke up at like 2-something, 
in the afternoon. I cut on Sports Center, and it was like, you know, man on the loose on Ohio State campus, drives in, hits people, starts stabbing people. The first thing I thought was like, God damn it, another white guy. I ain't, I, that, that's what I thought. I mean, we are notoriously known for going on rampages. <laughs> you know, I mean, listen, that, you know, when you hear, I mean, you can, I'm not going to say 100%, but nine times out of ten, you can see a crime and, and go ahead and, and, and direct it to what, to what race they are. Like, you know, man goes in movie theater, dressed as Batman, shoots up the crime. Like, bruh, bruh, what are you doing? <laughs> Like, listen, like, I swear to, I, listen, this is not a joke. This is not, you know, some type of comedy hour. But, like, it never fails for me. It never fails. Like, you know me for 20 years. You obviously know I have a preference for black women. Because it's just, I, and, you know, there's, there's a reason behind that. Because I was traumatized as a youngster. But it's like every time I get close, every time I get close to one or start getting feelings for one or trying to get involved, some white guy go around and just fuck it completely up. Like, so, so, so they messing up your game, huh? Bruh, white racism. Bruh, for real. <laughs> so, I mean, so I okay, so that's what we're talking I, about. I, I know when the situation and me and the new chick is over, if I go on her Facebook page or Twitter account or Instagram, and she got like a a picture of Black Lives Matter. Like you know what? I probably better not even hit her up right now because some some white dude done fucked it all up for me. I ain't even gonna. I'm, so, I'm gonna let so, this shit die. So would you had? So okay, your initial thought was he may be white. All right. I mean, was there? And, and I think so, we've had was, many conversations. Uh huh. Go ahead. It it wasn't a he may be white. It was he was a white guy. But then when I found out, you know, because later on that day. I saw the picture of dude. I was like, "Oh shit!" I wasn't expecting that. You know what I mean? I didn't think he was. I thought he was. A, I, shit! I thought he was a white guy, because that's what we are notoriously known for, like going on serial killings and mass shootings and just doing shit that you got no business doing. But you know, I well, seen the picture. Well, now, now my intention is not to cause cause any continuing fires, but I, I will say at least. What's been reported in the news The last couple have seemed to be in, uh people of Middle Eastern descent And you know like you know, like I stated in the first podcast I'm not real big on the politics You know and all that mm-hmm. You know Muslim, Christian and all that stuff I mean I, I You know I, I, I don't I don't get into that I know what I am I know what I believe in I know what I support You know that's That's, that's, that's what I know You know but I don't. I don't think that you can accumulate one guy, whether he be white, black, Muslim, Jewish, Christian, for an entire race of people. You know, I don't think like, oh, okay. Muslim guy killed thirty-five people. All Muslims must do that. No, I don't. I don't think you can do that because if that's the case, then you know the world will be a, a more fucked up place than it is already. I think this dude was mentally disturbed. The devil had got a hold of his mind and made him do things that you know if he could look back. After the fact and see what he had did, he probably wouldn't have did it. You know what I'm saying? Because he he lost his life. Now let me ask this. You know, so so you kind of touched on it, but uh, I, I truly believe uh, that that we all harbor our own prejudices. Now I think prejudice and racism are, are two completely different things. I think prejudice is just me prejudging somebody based on some characteristic or you, and I think we all do that. Um, racism is, I think, everybody an act. Does that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we all harbor our own prejudices based on what we see on TV, society, anybody everything. That says, anybody that says they don't do that is a lie to you because we have been programmed since birth, whether it's TV, radio, inaction, other people, that you're going to, you're going to prejudge that. I mean, I, you can, I, you can argue with me until you blue in the face for you to say, no, I'm not prejudiced. Use a damn lie. Now I'm not saying you a hundred percent, but it, there's a small percentage of prejudice inside you that says, Oh yeah, that person probably does this. And you have no clue what that person does, but based on what you see on TV and the movies and radio and TV, you're going to assume that that person does that regardless. I don't care what you say. It's not proven. I mean, yeah, I know I, yeah, I think we're all aware of stereotypes, and um, and I, let me say this: even most stereotypes, they they come from somewhere. They come from something. That doesn't mean they're all true, and that doesn't mean everybody fits into that box one hundred percent, or even eighty percent. But you know, they all come from somewhere. Listen, black people like chicken. I know that's just a fact. Uh, well, I think everybody likes chicken, but the same thing is shit. I like chicken, and 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 and, and to touch on that point, me being in a in a racial family, I I have experienced that. Just growing up in that environment in that neighborhood where it was a whole bunch of diverse cultures. And we're, we're, back in the day when we used to play basketball when we were younger, I would always get picked last. Not because they they had never seen me play basketball before or any sport. Oh, he's a white guy; he can't do nothing. But then when we play, like I should have picked the white guy. And and, and that's fine. I, yeah, I, you know. Go ahead. You had a little hoop game back in the day until you let old boy score 15 on you this past weekend. I'm saying I I ain't shoot the ball off the side of the backboard to get my shit blocked, but that was you. But we ain't going to talk about that. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. First of all, I had most of our team points. So, listen, let me, let me give you a little background to the viewers outside. Uh, me and my homeboy shot back in the day. We used to be the man on the court in our little neighborhood. So we decide, you know, we're both 36, I think, as we said in the first in the first show. So we decide to go out and play some little young 16, 17 year olds this weekend. So we go up to the gym. We're playing, you know, trying to bring back that old glory. I'm out there hooping. This man, really? we played you at 15. This you man, <laughs> are you really this going to let his man right now? Because here's the thing, Bro, I got you're gonna you're gonna okay. give me your opinion. I'm gonna give you the facts this time. We both 36, <laughs> way past our prime when it comes to athletic ability. Now the two dudes we was playing against was 16 and 17, like young, like fucking. I was chasing a fucking racehorse out there, and I just let him shoot. Uh, now he was making. I don't like, think he was a racehorse. Bruh, he was a fucking show horse. He was a Clydesdale, and he was sweating as a motherfucker. This dude had a sweater on and was focused. I'm like, I'm not bodying him up right now, bro. You are too entirely too sweaty, and I'm not banging chest to chest because of a young ass with all this sweat on him. So I let him shoot. Yes. We well, hold on, hold on. Let's go back. Oh, I'm not done let's, yet, goddamn. Let's go I'm back to fact. Hold on. Let's go back to fact. Your man scored 14 or 15 points. Hold on. True or false? Let me finish my story, and then you can have your story. So we're playing the 16. Now, we started out hot, both of us making jumpers. Like, but it really was not. We weren't playing for money or nothing like that. We were just playing. Now, the dude I was guarding, which I let him just shoot threes all day because I'm like, man, I'm, I'm damn near 40 right now. You understand? I don't have the athletic duck finna give me some cash if I fuck my leg or knee up. So I'm not about to 
go hard at your ass right now. You're 16, 17. You live with your mama and your daddy. Something happened to you, you good. Something happened to me, I'm fucked. So I'm going to just, you know, show a little D, put my hand up, clap my hand. Oh, okay, you made it, you made it. Cool. That's all fine and dandy. But the fact still remains is I am damn near 40 years old. What do I look like out here chasing around some 16-year-old who got the whole world ahead of him? I got kids older than you. What the hell do I look like putting all that effort into a game that means nothing? Now, on the other side, your man was a baseball player and was Dennis Rodman your ass, grabbing every rebound possible. And then you want to turn around and look at me like, that's your rebound. No, man, my man shot the ball. You're supposed to get the rebound. And then you shot the ball off the side of the backboard. Like that, how I had one. Hold on. I gave, you a, I gave you your time. I had one bad shot. First of all, your man shooting threes is some long rebounds. I'm boxing my man out. If it go long, you can't just sit there and look at it while my man hustles. But it, it was what it was, man. We had a good time out there, man. You know, back in the day, we, back in the day, we would have got them. We would have beat them fifteen zero. I just want to put that out there. And, 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 and last weekend, I realized, you know, when you're watching sports on TV, in your mind, being a younger athlete, you're like, boy, I'd have made that shot. Really? You probably fucking wouldn't. You probably wouldn't get a shot <laughs> off. You probably because the two dudes Night. that we played against. But it's probably not even on the basketball team. No, nah, I don't think they was on no basketball team, man. But that just shows you, you know, how old we are. But in your mind, you're still a young athlete. But when you hit that 35, 36, 37, you're like, boy, the next day, my knees was on fire, boy. I was like, boy, the hell with this <laughs> shit? Speaking of that, man, I want to put the – hold on. I got to put this on wax. Just so everybody knows, it's on wax. So we got a little weight loss challenge. Uh, so we both weighed in. I ain't going to put our weights out there, but we'll, I'll put them out that we lose. So June 1st is our final weigh-in date. Whoever has lost more weight, $100 to the winner. Now, if you want to jump in, man, jump on the Facebook page. You can jump in with us. We can figure something out. But. From now to June 1st, you know, we're getting a little older, trying to make sure we, we, we're here on this earth for a long time. So, yes, I'm a smash on, uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm naturally more, my, my job just requires me to be a little bit more uh, uh, fit. So I'm going to smash him in this, uh, just like I used to smash him in basketball and football and everything else back well, in see, the day. Here's a so $100, $100 to the winner. Listen, time out. You're going to be a little bit more complacent in your weight loss because you married and shit, and you, and you, and you contempt. Me, I'm top three eligible bachelor in Jacksonville, so I got more to lose by not losing. So I'm going to go ahead and <laughs> drop these up here before so I can move up to number one. You complacent, you getting home-cooked meal. That's why I call you a house cat. Me, I'm an alley cat. I got to go out there and hunt for food and, and capture it and cook it and eat it. You get food brought to you on a silver dish. You ring a bell, somebody come and bring you something to eat. You're getting fat, you're getting lazy, you're getting old, you're complacent. Me, I got to go out there and get it. You get it brought to you. Hey, so wait a minute. First of all, I, I'm, I'm definitely Allie. Uh, shout out to my wife, Jamie. She don't bring me the food. Uh, she does do most of the cooking in the house. She does hold me down. I got to give her 100% props. Love you, babe. Haven't seen you in a while. Can't wait to see you. But, uh, no, I'm, 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 I'm street. I've been street now. Let's not let's Bro, not you get it twisted for the people at home. 
you ain't been street since 1998, okay? And she <laughs> don't say she do. Listen, you shortchanging her by saying you, she do most of the cooking, bro. She do all the cooking, the laundry, the dishes, the maintaining of the kitchen. She do everything. You just sit back and get fat. And and I've noticed, you know, this is the first time I had seen you in probably about 15 years. Boy, you don't got big, boy. You 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 you're getting big, boy. You get you getting lazy in your old age. <laughs> All right, well, we going to see June 1st. So, again, it's out there. It's on wax. $100. Watch what I did. The other thing, the other thing mm-hmm. saying you can outdrink me. But it, this ain't this ain't what you want, bro. This ain't what you want. Bro, <laughs> well, let me, let me tell you. So, we've, uh, over the weekend, and actually I've been out uh, a couple weekends since I've been out here, um, out to Jacksonville. Um so we've had, you know, a number of drinks, you know, just sitting at the house chilling, enjoying ourselves. And uh, I noticed that this young man is not the young man that he used to be. Three, four drinks. You'll be ready to lay it down. Listen, basically, you know, my job, uh, and I won't get into the specifics, but my job comes with a certain level of requirement of uh, what it is that we do when that alcohol come out. We got a, let me say, a reputation for holding ourselves down, and I am a member of, of that fraternity 100%. You was uh, the president. You was, I don't know if you're the president. You was a, you, listen, when a man tell you 800 times, oh, man, I'm hammered, I'm hammered, that let you know that, hey, that boy, yeah, you had a good time, man. That's all it is. Listen, I'm drunk right now doing this podcast. How's that feel? <laughs> I'm fucking hammer right now. <laughs> what, you done had about what a drink? You had a drink and a half, bro. I'm 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 on drink number five. God damn it, ponies home. You understand what I'm saying? You 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 know what that means. You know what that I means. Have no, explain his name, pony. I don't know what that is, pony. What listen, does that mean? Listen, explain I'm, that to I'm the viewers at home. I'm not finna divulge. Where I get my nickname from, or nothing like that. Just know, when I put the drink, listen, this weekend, when I put the drinking hat on, just know, you're going to tell, because I got videos of you pass out snoring drunk with a couple of sitting on the side of you while I'm you drinking. Know, you got a video of me sleep. I was sleep, like bedtime, ready to go to bed, sleep. I was not, you You have no video of me passed out drunk. Bruh, listen, let me tell you this. When you a drinker, you don't go to sleep. You fall asleep. It's a difference. You went to sleep. Bro, listen, when, when you're 36, you go to sleep. It's bedtime. I have a bedtime. I got to get my beauty rest now. So let me ask you this. This is a little off topic. We're just going keep to the, keep the conversation flowing, man. We kind of touched on this sometime this week, but uh, let me ask you. Would you rather a girl with a pretty face and no body or a girl with a body but a uh, uh, not so nice looking face. Are you asking me this as a thirty six year old or a twenty one year old? I'm asking. I'm asking you right now. Give me both. Then give me give me the thirty six year old answer. Give me the give me the twenty one and the why. Well, you know, as 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 most people, you know, as most males in this country in this world. You know, the first thing that catches your eye is that body. You know, that's like, you know, whether you be in the club or you grocery store, you know, wherever you at, you're going to see that body. Because, you know, you, you, you go for what you're attracted to. Like me, I'm an ass and thigh man. You know, I, I, I okay. like to look for that peanut butter. 
that peanut butter. That peanut butter, boy. I like that peanut butter. <laughs> I like to see how Play that ass going to spread when you bend over. I like to see how that ass going to spread when you bend over. I'm just listening, baby. Listen, baby. I'm just trying to be the bread and the jelly on your peanut butter. That's all I'm trying to be. You know what I mean? When I was younger. Hey, Shirley P. Shirley P., I apologize. I apologize, Shirley P. Well, hopefully my mama is hopefully my mama is sleep right now and I'm just trying to be the bread to your peanut butter. That's all I'm trying to be. You know. Okay. But as I have gotten a little older, you know, looks are important because if you before you talk to anybody, all you see is their looks. You don't know their mindset, you don't know their personality. You see looks. So if I see you and you over there looking like some type of bug or, you know, Clydesdale horse, I'm going to be attracted to you because I'm an ass and thigh man. You know, but once I get to talk to you, if I see that your mindset and your mentality ain't on the same level, I'm going to be like, uh, yeah, she's fine, but she she's dumb. You know what I mean? She ain't got it all together. You know what I'm saying? Like, at this hold point. On, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let me jump in here, though. You made a very good point. Let me ask you this. I'm going to flip the question a little bit. So let's say you do meet a young lady. Now, she may not be the most attractive. She may not catch you. I'm not saying she hideous or nothing like that. But just based off that, but y'all are really vibing. The conversation seems to be well. She seems to be, you know, she seems to be able to hold a conversation, seems smart, seems to have similar goals as yourself. Would you go with that over the girl who is, Let's say she's bad. She or what you call it, a peanut butter. As you say, she got the peanut butter. But let's say she really ain't vibing with you in terms of the same type of things. Who are you see, more at, likely at this, to go with? At this point in my life, I got I got a mindset of you know the type of woman I want and the type of woman that I would like to you know spend my time with, you know my years with, you know my life with. Here's the thing. Like, you meet a chick now, right? Let's say, you know, say at 36, I meet a chick who got, you know, a chest that's sitting up there like a mountain lion and an ass that looks like it belongs on, you know, Animal Planet. Just like, God damn, you know, it, it's there. But here's the thing. <laughs> if we don't vibe, if we don't connect, if we don't have something to talk about, guess what? After some years, them titties going to start to sag, that ass going to be dropping, and then what do we have to talk about? What do we have in common? What are we going to vibe on? Nothing. And now I'm looking at your titties sitting on your knees and your ass and like you need a goddamn surgery. So it's like, I'm not even attracted to you like that no more. So give me the shit that I can vibe with and communicate with and laugh and joke with and have something in common and a great personality over the body. Okay. This, you know, that's how I feel at right. 36. At 21, I'll be like, personality, who said we're going to be doing any talking? Like, what do we need to talk about? I'm 21. I'm not trying to uh, get to know your life story. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my mindset that has changed since I have gotten older. You know, the older I get, the more I'm looking for compatibility. Like, hey, when we 57, 58, I still want to laugh and joke with you and still be attracted to you. It ain't all about looks. Now, to say it's not about looks, you'd be a damn lie because I don't give a damn what kind of personality you got? If I'm not physically attracted to you, you know, we just going to be friends. You know what I'm saying? Because I... Hold, hold, 
Hold on, hold on. I'm with you. I'm feeling you. I'm vibing with you. This is a question. Can you be attracted to somebody you're not physically attracted to? Can somebody's mind attract you? Have you ever been in that situation? Well, maybe I looked at somebody initially and I wasn't physically attracted to them, but as I started talking to them, they became more attractive. Is that possible? Does that exist? Have I came Have I came across that? No, but am yeah. I am I opposing it? But listen, I, I, listen. I mean, I've talked to females who had a great, you know, head on their shoulders and mind, great mindset and goal oriented and stuff. But I, I, I have never looked at them like I made that girl my wife because I, I just haven't done that. I haven't came across that yet because you know I, I need to be physically attracted to you in order. I mean, at thirty six. You know, I'm not dating for fun. Like, I'm looking, you know, for the big picture. Like, okay, what's next after dating? Like, I don't want to be 45 hitting the singles club like, goddamn, girl, you're looking good. I don't want to be that guy. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be that guy who's 47 still buying cologne at the corner store looking for the hot young thing. I, no. At 47, I hope to be in my house with the kids and we planning vacations and going on trips and thinking about our 401k and investing it and shit like that, you know, and hopefully you got looks and brain and attitude and personality, the whole package. You know what I mean? That's that's what I'm looking for, you know. She ain't got to be shaped up like, you know, Beyonce or Trina. Hopefully she has the, the attributes that I'm looking for and the mindset and everything to go with it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You know, I'm with you, and I, you know, I, I'm – I'm married. I got a great wife. I feel like she's the the, the best of all those components. Um, so you know, hey, and I've been been married for a long time, uh, going on coming up on 16 years. So yeah, I'm out the game. I know you're young and in the game though. So uh, you feel like you feel like now you're ready to settle down. You ready for that one? I mean, I am, but I'm not. I'm not going to settle. Now I know I know your ass all the time, but like, boy. You're too picky. You're too picky. But I don't think you're it's definitely too picky. Being too picky when you're talking about the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? You can't be too picky because it's, it's the only life I got. I'm not going to settle. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, now let me explain what I what I mean. And this is a not a not to anybody listening to this uh, who who, who kind of falls under this. But when you're when you you also as we've already discussed, 36 years old as a single man. Most other women in your age range are going to come with some baggage. They either have a previous marriage, maybe some kids, maybe some other stuff going on. By and large, or else, and again, I'm not saying this to every woman, maybe there's somebody out there who's just looking, looking and waiting for the right man for, you know, since they was 18 to 36. But by and large, from the time you're an adult, 18 to 36, most women are married. And if not, if you're 36 and single, that means you probably got some baggage, and that's not necessarily bad, but I just am saying for you, you need to be willing, a little bit more willing, a little bit more flexible, and accept, you know, a little bit more baggage, understanding that this person has lived a little bit more of a life. And, you know, I'm, I'm not opposed to baggage, and it's, it's not the baggage that, 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 you know, pushes me away. It's the whole mental capacity and the mental fortitude that you have, like – if you if you're 37 years old and you still smoke weed and play video games as a 37 year old woman, that's not the path that I'm going to fight. You know what I'm saying? Like if you 
37 years old or 38 or 40 and you want to hit the club every weekend, you know what? I'm done with that phase. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to hit the club no more. Like, like my club days is over. Like, I might hit the club every now and then and chill out with the fellas and, you know, go grab a couple of drinks. But I'm not trying to make it part of my daily routine to hit the club. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't consider that baggage. I consider that your mental capacity of adjusting and, and, and going up. Like, I understand that it's going to be hard for me to find a chick who meets all the requirements that I have at this certain age. But there's still, there's, there's still some shit I'm not just going to settle for just because I'm single. Like, man, I'm not settling for that shit. Like, sweetie, you know, and I understand that, you know, I am a little bit more fortunate than other people, and some people are down bad. But, you know, I'm not going to be like, okay, she ain't got no car, she ain't got no job, she stay over here, she ain't doing this. Oh, you too picky. I'm not being too motherfucking picky. Like, man, I'm, you know, there's, there's chicks out there who have things going for them. I'm not going to settle. And it, it, right, it's, so it's, we, we, it's my life. Well, hold on, we talking. We, okay, we talking, put it on wax. What are you, what is Sean Simpson, 36-year-old, you know, single man, as we talked about, what are your don'ts? What are the, the, the ultimate, hey, I can't do that. I can't. If a girl had, you know, whether it be kids smoking cigarettes, what are your, 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 your red zone, red flags, I can't do it. Like me being 36, there's a certain age group that I'm, that I'm, that I'm into, you know what I'm saying, like, like, a, like an age bracket. Okay. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's, there's a certain age that I won't go under, you know what I'm saying, like. I can't deal with a 22-year-old. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, my son's 19. Like, what the fuck we got in common? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, what but what if she was a... Wait a minute, wait a minute. What if she was a really mature girl? What if she... You know what I'm saying? There's some 36-year-old girls that may be really mature. So are you cutting off everybody 22 and below? I mean, obviously, until we get to a legal age. But are you... If there's a 22-year-old girl that was mature, you couldn't... There was no... There's no way... I'm not saying there's no way, but I'm definitely she's gonna have to be hellified mature. You know what I'm saying? And and to be honest, I don't feel like she's done enough living to where she's ready to settle down and get married and be like, I'm gonna be a, a housewife type, you know, type have some more kids, you know, have kids type shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So what else? Uh, drugs. That's 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 a big turn off for me. Like if a chick's doing drugs and stuff, like I can't. I can't deal with that shit, man. I don't even want to have no parts of that shit, man. Like, for real. Like, so you sitting there smoking drugs, feet all day. I, I don't okay, so what if she's an occasional smoker? What if she's occasional? She, Hey, listen, it's becoming legal in more places. I think Florida just passed uh, medicinal marijuana. What if she's an occasional smoker? Nothing nothing bigger than that, nothing harder listen, than that. Listen, you, you, you know, you still you know medicinal and you know just smoking just to be smoking. You know what I'm saying? Like, you 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 know if somebody's smoking weed for medicinal reasons, somebody's smoking weed just to smoke weed. Like weed ain't my thing. I done, I done did the whole weed thing. I smoked it, sold it, you know whatever it is. I that's just not that's just not my cup of tea. You know what I'm saying? Because I got kids and they come over to the house. I don't want my kids around somebody who's getting high and shit. Nah, I'm good on that. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so we got two. You said not too young, no drug use. Anything else? What I mean, the kids? same way you got an issue with kids. Well, that shit depends on how many, boy. That shit really depends on how many kids you got. Now, listen, okay, I got so a, she cut off? I got a, 
got a I got a sedan car. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got no minivan, and I ain't trying to get one. I'm only 36. I'm not trying to take seven kids to soccer practice. And you know how t- you know how much pressure it is on somebody to deal with a chick who got seven kids. Okay, so we should cut off. We should kid cut off. How many kids is is okay for you? I say at the max. At the max, like two is the max. Two is the max. Okay, all right. Anything else? Any other turnoffs? Any other no's for Sean? Top three in Jacksonville. I mean, if I'm if I'm top three eligible bachelor in Jacksonville, baby, you at least got to be in the top one hundred eligible females. You know what I'm saying? You got to, you can't. Get, you know, you can't be in the D League and you trying to get to the NBA, baby. I'm already in. I'm damn near. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in the MVP voting, and you in the D League, like, baby, that's not a good match. I need you to have some stats behind it. Behind it. Okay, all right. You know, so, D, you know, that's behind your name, huh? You're you going to have to have, have, have some stats with you. You know what I'm saying? You you can't just be, oh, my name is so-and-so, and here I am. Like, baby, hold on. Are we compl- I mean, you know, sometimes you can't help who you fall in love with or who you like and everything. But, you know, they say love is blind, but that bitch ain't deaf or stupid either. You got to be like, hold on a minute now. Hold on a minute. You, okay, all right. you got no car. You ain't got no job. You stay with your mother. You got six kids. Like, hold on. Where is this going? See, my thing is like I'm I'm at I'm at a certain level. Now, if I deal with somebody above me, then hopefully that brings me up to their level. But if that deals, okay. if I have to deal with somebody below me, then I'm I'm either going to stoop to their level or I'm going to break my back to my level. You have to have some ambition about you, some drive, some goals. Like, what do you want to do in life? Are you just are you happy just making it through, eating goddamn crab trays and smoking black and mild? I can't do that, man. I ain't with that. All right, hey, so. For all the ladies of Jacksonville, there you go. He done put it out. Top three in Jacksonville. Hit him up. You know where to find him. You probably on his Facebook, or you can see him on the little Facebook group. Hit him up. Top three in Jacksonville. The man, hey, he need love, like that little crew J said. Hey, no, nah, don't. Don't, flip don't, make it like some goddamn, don't make it sound like this is some goddamn dating site. <laughs> I am top three in Jacksonville, you know, for the, hey, for the reasons that you I already just, know that I'm top three in Jacksonville. What are your reasons? Put it out there on the wax. What are your reasons? What makes you top three? You know, I mean, there's a there's a, there's a multitude of reasons, but you know, just some of them off the top. First of all, I am a hundred percent single, and I, I I got a lot of female friends to be like, man, he had a girlfriend the whole time. I'm a hundred percent single. I have no no baby mama drama, none of that whatsoever. Ain't no. Okay. Kick- and my baby mama ain't coming knocking the door, who in there, none of that shit, you know. I go to work, I got a car, I got a job, my dick work, and I'm not a homosexual. So that beat out about a good 95% of the dudes in Jacksonville right there off top. Off top. So off the top, that makes you top three. I'm handsome as a motherfucker. I got the top two eyes ever created in the world. It's only me and Jesus. And I can't beat him. You know, hey, you can't beat Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, you number one. You roll tired right now. You number one. But I'm, I'm I'm number two, damn it. I got to be number two. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm hilarious. You know, like I said, I'm handsome. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a great dad. Great dad. I mean, I don't know. You know, I'm a great role model. I don't know what else it is to tell you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I got two just like every dude, I got a few faults or some turn-offs that chick might not like. But, you know, the same 
ain't nobody perfect. The same folks that a female has, I have them just on you know on a male perspective. I'm not perfect. I'm perfect ish, you know. But it, but it that's is why you got top two, huh? I said, well, if you was perfect, you'd be top two or number one, huh? So the fuck just bring you down a little bit. You know, you know, I, I don't mean to brag or nothing. You know, I'm trying to trying to buy this house next year and you know move on up in the company at the job. You know, I, mean, I get that house, boy. It's a wrap. Me and Jesus going to see each other. So I'm just, I'm just. So you, so so you getting a house that move you up to top two in Jacksonville, or what is that? Oh, bro, listen, I'm gonna tell you what somebody I had overheard a conversation before a long, long, long time ago. Two dudes are talking shit, and one dude said, "I got a house phone. You got an apartment phone. It's a big difference in that. Well, if you got a house phone, I mean, you you got a house." Well, if you got a house, All right. you got some stability, you got some good credit, you got a house phone. You either got a cell phone or an apartment phone. Baby, I got a house with a front yard and a backyard. You understand what I'm saying? The kids come out and play in the backyard. You know what I mean? Having a house, having some having some property. A wise woman had told me one time, you know, they come out every year, they come out with new cars. They ain't coming out with no new land. Whatever's here is here. Better get your piece of it. You know what I'm saying? I you you buy you. a car today, tomorrow that shit done dropped in value. You buy a house, shit, in five years, you might be up 50, 60,000. You know what I'm saying? You got to get your piece of that property. No, get your piece, of that, piece of that American pie, piece of that American dream. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 what I'm headed at. I'm trying to, I need a chick who's, who, whose mind is like mine. Like she's trying to go for the, to better herself. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, we got an apartment in a nice neighborhood. Okay, well, let's get a house. Matter of fact, now let's get two houses. Let's rent one out. Let's sell that one. Let's make some money off of that. Matter of fact, okay, let's open up a business. Let's stop clocking in and working, and let's let's let the money work for us. Let's go on vacation. Let's go on trips. Let's not wait till the job says, hey, you got some vacation time. Would you like to take it? Here's a week at a time. Now, let me take it when I want to take when I want to take it, and I'm still making money the whole time I'm taking it. That's what my, my mindset is at. Not like, oh, I gotta go into the job today, boy. Cause they, you know, they need me today. No, I'm trying to do, you know, the whole time growing up. I say probably till about a month and a half, two months ago, money has never motivated me. Well, I got, well, I got ten million or ten dollars. I'm still gonna be the same person, and that's still true to this day. But you know what? I'm tired of working. I'm tired of clocking in. I'm tired of having another grown ass man telling me when I can go to lunch, or telling me I need to be here at a certain time. The hell with that, man. I'm tired of doing that. I want to make my own schedule, do what I want to do, and be comfortable. And, and with comfortability, be funny. So, and I'm, I'm not money hungry. I'm not, you know, I have to fuck nobody over to get money. I want to use what I got, the smarts I got, the charisma I got, to be able to do my own thing. So, I mean, that really is where my mindset is at. Like, okay, I know what I want, and I know what it is I got to do to get there. So, I got to get some property because that's where the money's at. The money's in property. The money ain't in cars or jewelry or none of that shit. The money's in this real estate, in this property. And that's what I'm trying to do. So whatever it is I got to do to get it, I got to do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm 36. I feel like I'm about 66, and I look like I'm about 16. You know, this body of mine, boy, that's <laughs> 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 I'm back up in this gym, boy. Woo! Boy, watch out, boy. I might move up to number two just by next week. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying I might I be can, number two by next week. How'd you, how'd I can you see you number two. Hey, Jamie, how you doing? 
Oh, hey, hey, we're not, we're not gonna go there. No, we're not. Nah, gonna do you that. know, fucker. You know, you, you know, you know me and Jamie Cool ever since, ever since she let that goddamn house cat piss on my, piss on my goddamn suitcase. <laughs> hey, hey, so uh, just switching topics. Hey, you been seeing these uh, these little challenges, the little, the little uh, you name it and the mannequin challenge and all that. You been seeing these on the internet? Man, I've seen all the challenges. The challenges I got for everybody, take care of your kids and clock your ass in challenge. How about we do that? Do that challenge. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's, let, let, let's try to get that as a, tr- as a trending hashtag. What was it again? T- the, the take care of your kids challenge? And what's the other one? Listen, uh, the take care of your kids and clock in challenge. And I'm not, I'm not trying to bad mouth dudes or nothing like that. But, you know, I, I, I know a lot of people and a lot of the stigmatism is on single dudes who, who don't take care of their kids. And I see it on social media, like, my baby daddy ain't shit and this and that. And I'm and I'm going to say like this. I got two kids, and the story behind my two kids is a lot different than everybody else's story. But I'm I'm here to tell all the dudes out there who listening, who not listening, who want to hear this or whatever. Be in your kid's life, man. Be a positive male role model in your kid's life. So I'm going to tell you this. The difference between your daughter becoming valedictorian or the opening act at the strip club is the male role model in her life. Be that. Be that role model. Let's dig Let's dig deeper than that. So you truly believe that's the case? You, you, that's, that's, that's a very interesting uh, analysis there. You truly believe that most people, most females who are strippers, and look, no knock to, to stripping is legal. Um, I'm just being honest, I wouldn't necessarily want my daughter to do it. But, uh, but it is honest and legal uh, form of employment. But do you believe in, if we went to the local strip club, and had a real conversation with the strippers there that most of them would have a dysfunctional of some form relationship with their father? I, w- I would say, yeah, I'm not going to say 100%, but I would say a good strong percentage would have some father issues or some family issues or a broken home or broken family. I'm just saying be the, be the man that you would want your daughter to bring home as a husband. Be that guy. Yeah, that's respectable. Don't I mean, that. that- don't be the guy that you would be pissed off at if your daughter brought home. Be that guy. Show her that there is good guys out there so she should strive to, to find a man like that. Because whether you like it or not, your daughter is going to one day get married and have a boyfriend or have a husband or you know whatever it is, bring home kids. Be that guy that she can look at and be like, and you know, whether you and your you know, whether you and your baby mama are together or not, if y'all got arguments or whatever, don't argue in front of the kids. Don't do it. You know what I'm saying? Be that dude that your daughter can look at and be like, I want my husband to be like that. He treat my mama nice. He treat me nice. He respectable. You know, we as humans, we're not perfect. We're going to blow up. We're going to cuss. With, but still, let your daughter know at the end of the day what a man is supposed to do and how he's supposed to act and treat women. You know, you, you don't want to be hey, that dude. Go ahead. I think, yeah, I think you make some very good points, man. Um you know, I'm not going to tell anybody how to be a father, how to be a husband, or anything like that. I would tell you, for me personally, I try to be mindful. And, again, as you said, none of us are perfect, so I'm not perfect at it as well. But I try to be mindful of the example that I set both of my boys and my daughter. Uh, for my boys, because uh, the way I treat my wife or the way I, they see me treat my wife is probably how they're going to treat their wife. Um, you know, I, I and I don't know the numbers of this, but, I'm, you know, I'm I'm, I'm fairly certain that, most males who beat women can be attributed to either something they've seen, something they grew up with. That's a learned behavior. Um, so if their father beat their mother, they are more likely to beat their wife. 
and and the same works vice versa. If a if a girl saw her mother beat, she's probably more likely to be beat. Again, I don't I don't know uh, the statistics on that, but I try to be mindful of that and, and more. You know, just being respectful. You know, chivalry, all this stuff that we talk about. Um, in terms of my wife, again, not I'm not saying I'm perfect, but as we're kind of you know as as we're kind of talking to the males today, um, I would say be mindful of those things because. Uh, as they say, somebody's always watching, and it's it's See, not necessarily my, my, my what you stance, say, but what you do. My stance on treating women, everything changed when I had my daughter. You know what I'm saying? Because my yeah. mother always used to say when I was, you know, coming up, like. You know, I'd be like, oh, I got so-and-so at the house tonight, or I'm going to go see so-and-so. She would always say, that's somebody's daughter. And I'd be like, yeah, all right, mama, whatever. But tonight she's she's not somebody's daughter. She's my chick. So, But now it's like I got a daughter, and she would still say, that's somebody's daughter. I'm like, you know what? It's so easy for me to manipulate your young mind or take advantage of you or do this. I'm like, you know what? I can't even do it because I got a daughter, and I would lose my fucking mind if somebody had did the shit that I'm doing. I thought about doing to you. So I just, you know, I try to treat women with respect and all that. And I, like, at the end of the day, that's that's somebody's daughter. Your daughter won't, you want your daughter to bring home somebody that you can be proud that your daughter brought home. Because it, it's going to happen. Now, do you want you want your daughter to bring home some type of drug user, wife beater, you know, whatever it is? Or do you want her to bring home a respectable dude who's going to treat her like a queen, a princess that she is? then, you know, karma's a motherfucker. What goes around comes around. And I don't want the shit that I've done in my life to come back around on my kids. So I try to treat, try to, you know, whenever my kids are around me, I try to treat women with respect. And I, shit, I treat everybody with respect, you know. you know, and, and hopefully that they see the example and be like, you know what, that's that's the way I want to be treated or, you know, to treat someone, you know, that, that's my whole whole mindset. Because, I, I, like I said, I lose my mind if my daughter came to me and said, so-and-so punched me in the face because I cooked the rice too long. Ah, buddy, they ain't got a jail big enough. <laughs> they don't have a fucking jail big enough. <laughs> no, I'm with you, man. Hey, so uh, a wonderful show. I think we're ready to wrap up. You, anything else from you? No, nah, man, I'm good, man. I just like, you know, tell everybody thank you for listening. You know, this is the type of stuff that you should expect to hear from us. You know, a lot more where this came from. You know, so please, please tune in, listen, check out the Facebook page, Kelvin and Sean, SFMO, you know, and give us your feedback on the topics we talked about. If there's anything else that you would like to touch on or want us to elaborate more on or want to hear some more about the topics that we talked about, please hit up the Facebook page at Kelvin and Sean, SFMO, and, you know, and for my co-host, Mr. Kelvin, Housecat Jackson, I am uh, Sean Simpson and uh. We will be doing another podcast this weekend, so please give us a listen, man. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. There's a lot a lot more conversations like this coming in. So uh, with that being said, I'd like to wish y'all a good night, good morning, you know, good afternoon, whatever it is, whatever time you listen at. And we'd like to say, uh, shit, y'all, y'all have a good night, man. We appreciate y'all listening, and uh, peace. All right, y'all. See y'all later. Bye.